हेलो एवरी वन एंड वेलकम टू रैंडम टॉक्स एपिसोड सेवन वेल आई एम नॉट रियली हैप्पी टू से दैट दिस इज आर लास्ट एपिसोड ऑफ सीजन वन बट वी विल सून बी बैक विद अ बिगर एंड बेटर सीजन टू मेट माई को होस्ट फॉर टूडे यश पाटिल हेलो एवरी वन आई एम वेरी एक्साइटेड फॉर टूडेज एपिसोड सो लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड शोर इन आर प्रीवियस एपिसोड अश्लेषा एंड श्रीधर टॉक्ट अबाउट स्ट्रेंथ एंड अपॉर्चुनिटीज विच आर कंट्री हैज रिकोगनाइजिंग आर स्ट्रेंथ एंड अंडरस्टैंडिंग हाउ वी कैन कन्वर्ट दम इन टू अपॉर्चुनिटीज इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट ऑन आर पार्ट बींग सिटीजन हाउ एवर वॉट इज मोर इम्पॉर्टेंट इज रिकोगनाइजिंग आर वीकनेसेस एंड थ्रेट्स इन दिस एपिसोड वी हैव ट्राइड टू एक्सप्लेन द थ्रेट्स दैट वी हैव इन प्रेजेंट हाउ कैन वी डील विद दम आर वीकनेसेस एज अ नेशन एंड हाउ can those weaknesses convert into our threats in the future if not dealt with at the earliest so without any further delay let's begin yes to start with what i feel our biggest weakness is that we indians lack in a rational logical and scientific approach we tend to look things the way they were looked upon by the earlier generations yeah we don't try to find answers to some questions about our society culture and traditions finding answers is secondary step we don't even ask questions exactly because it is not necessary that what has been going on since generations is always correct or rational or logical maybe it was correct back then but things people and circumstances change with time don't they we blindly follow them without any second thought this tendency makes our minds narrow and our thoughts shallow that's the reason why we have so many superstitions and social discrimination in our society and if we continue with this kind of nature we will hardly come up with new ideas and thoughts because new thoughts will come up in our minds only when we will wipe out the old ones very true the next thing which is a major weakness of the indian society is the secondary status given to women firstly the increasing number of female feticide thus a woman faces discrimination even before being born then when it comes to education many families consider the education of girl child as an unnecessary expense hmm a few people provide girls with basic primary education but when it comes to higher education they retreat some of them think that it is a mere waste of time and money while others are of the opinion that women are meant to do the household work well if girls want to explore better career opportunities and move to bigger cities many times they face a strong opposition saying that it is not safe for girls but no one thinks that if it is not safe how can we make it safe providing every person a safe environment it's society's responsibility and since we are a part of the society it's our responsibility yeah also while growing up girls are taught that their primary responsibility should be home making There is nothing wrong in homemaking but is not the primary responsibility of a woman or I would like to say it is not the responsibility of only a woman men should also take care of a family one will hardly find a household where the boy child is also taught to cook clean the house along with the girl child there are some things which everyone should know in spite of their gender everyone should know basic cooking homemaking driving managing accounts etc regardless of their age gender and social status yes in fact i have seen many women quitting their jobs after marriage despite of being highly educated our country has world's largest youth population this population is only useful if every person is a taxpayer otherwise it's just a liability 
Practically speaking, educating a girl is a mere waste of time and money if that girl is not going to contribute to the country's GDP in future. Yeah, sure. I don't really agree with this. Of course, it will be really good if girls contribute to the country's GDP, but homemaking is not a bad job either. But staying in house should be a girl's choice and not social obligation. This is a big debate. For now, let's keep this topic aside as we have discussed it a lot. I have another point it is that India was once known to the world as a country of joint families however the wave of globalization has brought in the culture of nuclear families Samriddhi we are discussing our threats and weaknesses right how is this a threat how can it impact us negatively can you explain it sure listen the negative impact of this system is that we need more resources for example uh, like we told in the previous episode in a joint family people share a shelter this saves space then they have common house appliances like television refrigerator etc which saves electricity then they eat the same food which again saves resources etc oh now i understood in simpler words in joint families we need fewer resources nuclear families can have a negative impact on resources which might prove to be a threat in future times since we are talking about environmental problems pollution heat waves floods famines are all being noted in the various parts of our country every now and then we are all very well aware of it still we ignore those issues this ignorance can prove very fatal for the coming generations besides because of our environmental losses we are also facing agricultural losses because of the losses in agriculture the youth is becoming repellent about agriculture it is being looked upon as a backward sector or an occupation of low dignity this situation is not at all healthy because if we ignore the agricultural sector in few decades we will have to import the food grains and other products which we can't afford yeah from an economic point of view if a country's exports are more than its imports then it is said to have a favorable balance of trade but if a country's imports are more than its exports then it is said to have an unfavorable balance of trade These days India is having an unfavorable balance of trade. Our import our imports are way higher than our exports and we can't afford to import food grains in future. Let's not get too much into the technicalities. The next pro- problem we have in our country is the western domination. The western world dominates us in cultural as well as corporate spheres. American food chains like Pizza Hut, Burger King and McDonald's have established themselves firmly in the lands of India. not only food chains but western companies dominate us in fashion brands telecommunication facilities etc yeah this is a major threat to indian economy we can counter it by choosing indian products over western ones we need not use imported goods if we have made in india options and if we don't have made in india options we should create develop and innovate them western domination further leads to the problem of brain drain Indians prefer working in the western countries because of higher salaries. These are not the problems of only India. Almost all Asian countries face more or less the same issues. The intelligent people from our country prefer jobs in the western world which disturbs our human resources. In today's date, maximum engineers working in the United States are of Indian and Chinese origin. This is called as brain drain. In simpler words, the brains of our country are draining in foreign lands. No doubt that it is the biggest threat to India. We will witness its ill effects in the next few years. Now coming to the educational scenario of India, we have a paradox in our society. There are people who can spend millions of dollars for education and at the same time we have people who can't afford even basic primary education. 
we also have many loopholes in our education system malpractices like donation in institutes fake degree mass copy during examination etc are also practiced very wisely also few people believe that indians are trained to work under people and education system fails to build the idea of entrepreneurship in students we train users in our classrooms and not innovators or creators also there is a prevalent notion in our society to judge a person's intelligence on the basis of marks received career field chosen or types of jobs taken this is our biggest weakness we are speaking about it but all our efforts will go in well if we don't change our mindsets true then comes the problem of population as discussed in a previous episode that population can be our biggest asset and if not handled properly it could be our biggest liability according to the data collected in 2020 out of the total population of 130 crores only 1.5 crores well 1.46 to be precise people pay income tax it is slightly over 1% of india's total population and 1.6% of total adult population considering this data the burden of 99% of the population lies on the 1% taxpayers I knew that the figures were not that satisfactory but I had no idea that they were so pathetic the scenario is not going to change unless we convert this population into human resources but for that purpose we need to educate people from all the classes in the society and for doing that we need to eradicate poverty from our society again for doing that we need to raise money which eventually increases the burden on taxpayers all this is a never ending vicious cycle All these things are very much interlinked. India also spends its maximum revenue on military expenses, but I don't think it can be reduced. Military is also very important, no doubt in that fact, but why do we maintain a military? We keep a military in order to protect our population from external threats, but that population is again of no use if it is left deprived of education. This is again a paradox. Oh yeah, you made it very clear. then we have a ton of issues to deal with this is again a cycle yes regional imbalance is also a big issue in asian countries because of no available opportunities people from rural areas migrate to the urban areas that's why urban crowd increases day by day and the rural areas become more and more deserted because of very low population in the rural areas it attracts very low investment rather zero investment Also the already available facilities in the areas like schools bus stops etc become useless because there is no one to use them and eventually their standard decreases no investment means no opportunities so again people migrate to cities in search of new opportunities this chain goes on this increases the burden on cities and this population does not always find a sustainable income source there is increase in crime rates and slum because of it Now let's move to another topic and it is terrorism and nationalism. These are two biggest threats to India. Terrorists make use of school going children to carry out their operations in Jammu and Kashmir area. Also these school going children are kidnapped and they are led or taught an abstract religious ideology. This is how terrorism spreads. The roots of modern day terrorism in India trace back to the communal riots in the pre-independence period. Communal politics is a major weakness of Indian society. Even today political parties have an agenda and ideology based on progress and protection of people of certain religion, caste, community etc. If there are communal politics, there are beliefs of religious differences among people and if there are beliefs of religious differences, there is an increase in terrorism. 
if we want to uproot terrorism completely, then we will have to end the communal politics. But how can we end them? We can end them only by ignoring them. If we don't pay any heed to the concepts based on religions and don't teach the future generations the concept of religions, caste, community, then we can definitely counter communalism. Don't we have any other way of ending them? No. Okay, let's move on to nexalism. Terrorism and nexalism has a huge difference in terms of ideology and ultimate goal. But the tactics used by them are very similar. Nexalities also make use of small children and women to propagate their agenda. If we want to curb it, we need to provide necessary securities to the school-going children of terrorist and nexalite-prone areas. Yes, the next weakness of India is nepotism. These days, this word has become very popular. Nepotism is not only in cinema industry. It is everywhere. It is in the corporate world, in the politics and everywhere. Speaking of the corporate world, most of the times children inherit the businesses of parents regardless of their experience in the field, education, potential etc. And in case of politics, many political parties give tickets to their family members in order to create family monopoly in the politics. I really don't know how to tackle this. It is at times easier to handle the civil, military or social problems, but handling such problems which are related to the personal lives of individuals is very difficult. Last, but the biggest threat to India, corruption. Corruption is the worst enemy of development. Many reforms have been undertaken to fight corruption, but none of them are 100% successful. We can't blame the system for it. Why? It's us who make the system corrupt. If taking bribe is a crime, then offering bribe is a sin. First of all, we should avoid all the transactions. Then what to do next? Secondly, we should follow all the rules, regulations and guidelines properly. If we do it, then we will never need to bribe someone. If anyone is still demanding for the bribe, we should reach out to the senior officers, media and complain about the person. If we witness any other act of corruption like fake bills or transactions without bills, then we should immediately confront the person and report about it to the concerned office. Isn't it simple? Yes, it's very easy to do. There are many problems in our society. In fact, I might have forgotten few of them. There are problems in every society. No one is perfect. But it will be a moral failure on our parts if we do not work on those weaknesses. I believe that in a factory of destiny, a solution is manufactured before a problem. The solution already exists. We don't have to make it. We only have to find it. That's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of our 7 episodes journey. The next season will be out soon. Till then, goodbye, take care and stay tuned. Keep reading random rights. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram. You can also listen to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast and, and Anchor. See you guys in the next season. Till then, bye-bye.